With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. I am so glad to be joining you this morning. Well, quite honestly, it was very difficult. We've not been online for a few days, but um, hallelujah, we're here. And the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. If you have your Bibles, let's look at... Colossians one twenty seven, and it says, to whom God would make known what is the richest of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach warning every man, teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ. I don't know if you've ever played with sand, but I know um, for a while it was popular to make these sand sculptures. And you would fill these sculptures up with different color uh, different colored sand. If you think about your being that vessel and Christ being poured into you, you know that sand can be so refined that it appears to leave, to not leave any room for anything else to be in there. Now, of course, some of us know that if you add water to it, there's still space. But from a visual standpoint, It doesn't look like there's much room for anything else. Well, if you think about your being that vessel, this scripture says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in us, filling us up like that empty vessel, like the grains of sand. So there's no capacity for anything else to exist in us. It is our portion and our blessing as Gentiles. Think about that. From the tip of your toes to the top of your head, Christ in you is the hope of glory. This is the mystery. This is what the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ 
was all about. This is the importance of Holy Spirit residing inside of us. If that's not enough, let me find this real quick. Acts 17.28 says, For in him we live and move and have our being. For we are his offspring. Now, if you put that together, he is in us. We are in him. Think about how powerful that is. He is in us, filling us up like the grains of sand. We are in him. In him we live, move, and have our being. Now, give me a minute. I'm looking for another scripture. John 15, 6 says, well, let's go a little further up. Let's start with John 15, 1. And it says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. He goes on to say that. Let's drop down to verse 4, John 15, 4. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abides in the vein. So no more can ye except ye abide in me. John 15, 7 says, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, which is, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. So God is saying, you know, if you will abide in me, I'll abide in you. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. And we know that Jesus is word. So we see the connection. Christ in us, the hope and glory. In him we live, move, and have our being. But John asked a question, if, if. This should be the case. You shall ask what you will and it shall be done. Why? It's about 
the Father being glorified in us. I believe it was Colossians that talked about drawing men to God. Because of the presence of Almighty God in us, through us. So this morning, these scriptures are very important. We need to recognize, recognize our posture. We don't come to God wondering whether or not he's going to hear us. You know that if you abide in him and he abides in you, you can ask what you will, and it will be done. This morning, I had a situation that I really just, I kept hitting the snooze. And I said, okay, Sherelle, what is going on? There are things sometimes that, I don't know, we may not want to face, we don't want to deal with. Procrastination is a wonderful way to avoid things that you don't really want to deal with. So I was procrastinating getting up. I had gotten up once at about 2, prayed a little while, said I was going to lay back down, set my alarm clock. It went off, and then I realized I was, um, I kept hitting the snooze. First, it was because I was cold, and I thought, okay, let me just put something warm on and warm up a little bit, and when it goes off, I set it for 10 minutes. Then I had to realize there was something going on in my emotions, and I had to address it. So Christ, the, the scripture that kept coming to mind says, Christ in me is the hope of glory. And God just began to show me this plain old jar. It wasn't a glass sculpture of the Eiffel Tower or anything like some of the uh, sand sculptures are. This was a plain old jar filled with not colorful sand, but plain old sand. And he says, that's me and you. Filling up every space. And that is the place to operate from in all things. So as we go to Father this morning, we recognize that Christ is enough. We are in Christ. And our Father God is glorified. It is for this cause that Christ came into the earth. The mystery of the Gentiles have been revealed. So we thank you, Abba Father, 
We thank you, Abba Father, for being in our life. We thank you, Father God, that because you are in us and we are in you, we can ask whatever we will and we can know that it's established. Father God, we confess your word over our lives. We decree that Jesus is Lord over our spirit, our soul, and our body. According to Philippians 2, 9 through 11, that Jesus has made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. We can do all things, not just some things, but all things through Christ that gives us strength. Father God, I thank you. Jesus is our shepherd. We do not want. Hallelujah. Father, you supply all our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ. We do not fret or have anxiety about anything. We cast all our cares on you. Father, all of the things that are laid in bed, tossing and turning over, I give you those situations, Father. Ah, Daddy God. There are some things that only you and there are some things the more we mess with, the messier they get. So, Father God, we give you all of these messy things. We give you all of the heartaches and the heartbreak. Because, Father, even in your healing, there are blessings all around. So I thank you, Father, as we go about our day. We thank you, Father, that every person that we encounter is blessed by our presence. For you are glorified in us. You are the hope of glory. It's not about us, Lord. It's about your will being accomplished in the life of all of humanity. The things that we have taken so personally. Has more to do with the vanity of our mind. Than the power of the resurrected Jesus. Father, many of us have lived our life with pictures painted in our mind's eye. But the reality is far from it. So, Daddy God, as we go about our day, we decrease that you might increase. 
wherever, Father God. We hold a picture in our mind, good or evil. We cast all of our cares on you, Daddy. We give you each person, each situation. And we ask you, Father, to be glorified. God, in the midst of your people, be exalted. Father, you said if you were high and lifted up, you would draw men to you. Lord, sometimes we're so busy. trying to fix things, that we don't lift you up in the midst of them. We're so busy doing what we think is right. We don't leave room for you to move, God. So, Father God, we ask you to forgive us. We ask you to forgive us for observing lying vanity. Jonah said, they that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Father God, according to Jonah 2.8, this morning, Lord, we will sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving. We pay that that we have vowed. For, Father, we decree salvation is of the Lord. Be made whole, complete, lacking nothing can only come from you, God. Use us as instruments for your glory. Father God, we decree you are the deliverer. Father, when our soul is fainting, we remember you, Lord. We thank you that you are, we are your temple, Lord. And as we begin to pray, Father, you hear our every prayer. So everywhere that our soul has been fainting because of our situation, we recognize that we've been observing lying vanities, walking in deception. For salvation is of the Lord. So we praise you and we thank you, Father, for every situation and circumstance in our heart. 
and we decree salvation and glory, honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. You are the only wise God. Be magnified, O Lord. You are highly exalted. And in our hearts and minds, be magnified. Be magnified above every situation. Hallelujah. You are highly exalted. Everywhere we've leaned on the wisdom of man. Forgive us, Lord. Everywhere we have depended on man and man's wisdom. Forgive us, Lord. Be magnified in the midst of your people. Be glorified in the midst of your people. We worship you, God. You are mighty, mighty to save, mighty to deliver. Cover us, Father, in the shadow of your wings. In the shadow of your wings, Lord. Hallelujah. You are our portion this morning, God. You are our refuge and our strength. You are our hope, dear Lord. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory belongs to our God. Save to the utmost, heal, deliver, set free, God. Tear down the idols and the ites in our life and in our mind. Tear it down, God. In the life of those that we love, or at least those that we think we love, God. Or those that we have loved in our imperfection. Father, we recognize that you love them with a perfect love. <laughs> You know exactly what they need. Oh, God. 
And we recognize this morning that the attack of the enemy against those we love often, oh my, wow, God. Father, I'm going to pray this for me because I don't, yeah, I'm hearing this. I want to pray it this way. Because, yeah, I'm going to pray it this way. Father, I recognize that the attack of the enemy against those that I love has as much to do with attacking those places in me that I refuse to give you regarding their life. Areas where I've been observing lying vanities. So, Father God, I ask forgiveness for every open door in my heart and in my mind every area of denial, every place in my heart where my love has not been perfected toward them or toward you. Father, forgive me for needing to be acknowledged for being a man-pleaser more than a God-pleaser, for always being concerned about me in relationship with other people. Father, I thank you to deliver us from a spirit of self-rejection, from spirits of self-hatred, deliver us, Father God from the need to be needed and from the need to be acknowledged. For, Father, you have acknowledged us. And although you are almighty God, you have need of us in the kingdom, God, not to fulfill your purpose, but that we would fulfill our purpose and that Christ would be magnified in the earth. Lord, all of the things that have hindered our forward momentum, that's caused us to not accomplish 
all that you would have us do, Father. Not because of the world system. The world says that you have to have it together by X years old, and if you don't, all of these other things. And the world system says, after your body is a certain age, these are the things you should expect, and this is what you should expect to happen. No, Father. We recognize Moses was 120. Joshua and Caleb were 80 before they even got started. So you let us know from your word. You're not tripping over age. Jeremiah was called as a child, yet he was your mouthpiece. So to you, and I'll say it this way, age ain't nothing but a number. For you know the time that's been allotted to each of us. It's not the age that we should be concerned about, Father. It's pleasing you while there is yet life inside of us. That we would work the work that you've called us to while it is yet daylight. When night comes, no one can work. So, Father God, while there is still light, while there is still life, let us lay aside every weight and every sin that does so easily beset us. Father, we have relationships that beset us. that keep us from moving forward. Father, you said the fervent effectual prayers of a righteous man avail much. Father, you said we have not because we ask not. And sometimes we ask the miss. Why? Because we have these pictures in our mind and we're trying to accomplish what we want to accomplish. You said if we abide in you and your words abide in us. Let me make sure I'm doing that one right. Do I still have it up? No. Yes, I do. If if we abide in you, And your words abide in us. We can ask what we will and we know it will be done. Herein are you glorified, Father. Your word is not about selfish gain or imperfect love. or insecurity, or needing a blankie to make us feel good. Mm -mm. 
So, Father God, we thank you for your delivering power that every curse in our family line is broken in the name of Jesus. Father, according to Deuteronomy 13, verses 13 through 14, Father, your word tells us that some worthless people have talked everyone into worshiping other gods, even though these gods have never done anything for them. You have instructed in your word to carefully find out if this is true and to cause such an action a disgusting thing. Ah, Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord. Make us watchmen on the walls to pray against the worthless spirit, leading those that we know and love astray. We recognize the spirit of deception that's moving through our bloodline, drawing men away from the truth. Father, the spirit of Belial causes people to be so selfish that they refuse to help and do the right thing. even when they're living in the same house with them. Father God, we thank you to protect us from the spirit of Belial who makes people selfish and irresponsible. Father God, we thank you and we praise you that every bloodline curse is broken. We thank you, Father God, that you break down every stronghold, every deceptive spirit. Father, everywhere that there is a connection. that is seducing and drawing the people we love away from the truth. We thank you, Father, to disconnect in the name of Jesus everywhere that there is a perversion where the spirit of Belial is seducing your people into immorality and intimacy with false gods and false idols. We break the power of the enemy. We thank you, Father, for a strong wall of protection in the homes of those that we love and care about. 
We thank you for a strong wall of protection against our own homes, around our own homes, I'm sorry. And that your protection would be like a locked fortress against every demonic spirit that would try to enter through the thresholds of our homes in the name of Jesus. Father God, we praise you and we thank you, Lord, that everywhere that our hearts have been, like broken walls, Nehemiah had to rebuild the walls. We thank you, Father, that our the walls in our territory have been rebuilt and fortified with the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Daddy God, that where the enemy could traffic in and out because we were an unwalled city, and there we are with those ites, seven nations stronger and mightier than us. Because we were unwalled cities, not protecting ourselves against the traffic of the enemy, not perceiving him in the light, of truth. We thank you, Father, that the walls of re- are rebuilt and fortified. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the, in the world. Father God, let us not be so apathetic toward you, Father, For when we are not vigilant, when we are not on it, not in the place and position of abiding with you, we are apathetic toward you, and instead we allow our attention to be drawn away from what we know truth to be, so much so that we willingly give over territory to try to fit and belong. Father God, keep us safe in your protection, in your will, Father, so that we will never stray from you and fall victim or allow our loved ones to fall victim to the spirit of Belial. Father, we praise you and we thank you, Father. Help us to recognize any time the enemy is trying to bring us into a place of addiction. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we praise you and we thank you, Lord. Anywhere doubt, unbelief, and insecurity has operated in our life. We thank you, Father God, for our deliverance. 
Father God, we will not allow the enemy to open us up to insecurity so that he can have access to us, Lord, to our strength in the name of Jesus and to our loved ones. Lord, I thank you, Father, Father God, we bind the spirit of selfishness wickedness, wicked hearts without mercy and compassion. And we release the love of Jesus Christ. Where your servants have misused, I'm just, mm. where your servants, your children, have walked away from covenant to observe lying vanity. Who we who refuse to gather with the saints. Who have been so deceived by the spirit, they honestly think they're strong enough. to deliver themselves. We pray, Father God, that you would reveal yourself as God in each of these situations. Father, where the spirit of Belial has opened up bloodline to the accusing of the brethren, that the very conversation that are spoken around the dinner table and in the household accuses the saints of God, angry at the church, sometimes angry at you, God, well, really not realizing that anger still is directed toward you. We pray for their deliverance in the name of Jesus. Second Samuel 22 and 5 says that the spirit of Belial came, caused us to be afraid and to be swallowed up. We thank you, Father God, that all feelings of fear, and being swallowed up, we ask you, Father God, 
for deliverance, Lord. We recognize, Father, that we can't be nice enough, considerate enough, or do enough in our own strength. That you alone are Savior. I get it, God. Salvation is of the Lord. Father, everywhere in our lives that we've tried to be the Savior, we ask you to forgive us, Father. We ask you, Father, to close doors. where whispering spirits and destructive spirits have been allowed to traffic in and out of our life and in the life of loved ones. We thank you, Father, that all the destructive strategies of the enemy will will be shown to be of nothing. All this honesty and deceitfulness, worthless planning, We ask you, Father God, to deliver and to set free, to unmask the spirit of Belial and the lives of those that we love. We thank you, Father God, that you alone are God and you alone are able to deliver, to set free, to unmask the strategy of the enemy to destroy a people and a nation. In our homes, in our communities, in our church. We pray every destructive, deceitful spirit will find that there is a wall that hinders their access to our hearts. We plead the blood of Jesus over the doorposts of our homes, our hearts, our ministries, our church, our extended families, God. And, Lord, where the enemy has used family an extended family to be a distraction. We come out of agreement with the spirit and we say, Daddy God, we only want to do what we see you do. We're not so tough, so wise that we know what needs to be done in every situation. We humble ourselves under your mighty hand, God. For we recognize, God, that our self-righteousness and our arrogance have been open doors to the enemy. And our woundedness 
has been open door to the enemy. The very thing that we were trying to solve, Father, today, and I don't want to pray this over another soul, so I'm praying it over me. Today I recognize that it has been an open door to the adversary himself. It has been a breach in the wall. So, Father God, I ask that by the blood of Jesus that every breach, every place that the enemy has trafficked in and out of my life, and, Lord, I'm even here. (laughs) And, Father, forgive me. We're thinking that I am responsible for everything and everybody. That, Father, is arrogance in and of itself. Salvation is of the Lord. So everywhere that I've tried to be little G, little God, and when things didn't go right, or when things were broken, I would take on false burdens, false responsibility. I ask you to forgive me, Father, and to deliver me, Father, from that spirit, Lord. Because your word says, for freedom's sake, you set us free. And where freedom has never been experienced or received, That's still a choice. Yeah, there's still a freedom. Even if the freedom isn't to serve you, there's still a freedom to deny you. So, Father God, we pray for all of those around us. We ask forgiveness for any way in which we have been the open door. We thank you, Father, for angels marshalling the borders of our territory, watching over our children, our children's children, our extended family, our parents, our spouses. So we thank you, Father God, that we are not anxious for anything. We do not have a care. Because this morning we recognize that we're not God. And we trust you to do what you do best, and that's to be Lord in our lives. 
We are the body of Christ. We are redeemed from the curse because Jesus bore our sicknesses and carried his diseases in our own body. By his stripes, we are healed. We forbid any sickness or disease to operate in our body. Every organ, every tissue of our body functions in the perfection which God created it to function. We honor God and bring glory to him in our body. Father God, I thank you and I praise you for healing this morning. Touch joint. We come against rheumatoid arthritis. Everywhere there is bitterness, Father. We thank you that only Jesus can cause bitter waters to be sweet. So we receive Christ into those areas where we have been bitter and resentful. And Father God, there again is a choice. And it's still open. So we need to close. So, Father, we close the door to bitterness and anger and hatred of others and self-hatred. We receive the sweet spirit, your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for the Jesus become sweet. The cross becomes that very instrument tossed into the water that changes the water. Father, we appreciate the blood of Jesus. Touch our hearts Digestive system, pancreas, kidneys, gallbladder. Dissolve all gallstones. Recreate new organs in our body. Some of us just need new organs, Father. We repent of our responsibility in damaging it. Knowingly or unknowingly. Because some of us know better. And since we know better, we ought to do better. So, Father, I recognize in my own life, I have not done what I know to do. So, Father, I'm asking you to forgive us. Bring healing and restoration to our physical bodies. Thank you for reconstructed surgeries where needed. We thank you that healing is the children's bread, and we receive our healing this morning. Father God, I praise you and I thank you for our great people. You said that people, the people that know their God, 
they will do great exploits. Father, I pray that this morning we make one giant step toward knowing you better, more intimately. For you have called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Let the light of the Lord Jesus Christ continue to be our portion and that we will continue to extend it to other people. We pray for our president, Barack Obama, and his family. We pray that you would give him wisdom. We pray that you would preserve his life. There is someone who has an agenda. against his family, even though his presidency will soon come to an end, there are those that would like to destroy his life and to destroy his family, to break his heart. So, Father God, we pray that you would keep him We pray for revival in the White House. (laughs) We pray, Father, as the great awakening hits us, Lord, that Barack Obama and his family will come to know you in a more powerful way, Father. And that the revival that will hit this land will not bypass the White House. Father, I hear government officials repenting for laws that they have signed. For the enemy has blinded our country and our nation. And even with the candidates that are running, Father, They still don't have your heart. Rhetoric is not your heart. And no matter what a man says, when they're in leadership, what's in their heart will be reflected by the decisions that the nation makes. Uh oh. So, Father, we pray for those that are in leadership. We pray for their deliverance, that you would set them free by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father, that we live in a country where we can gather together and worship you. May the doors of the church always be open to your children to assemble together as the church. As your body, every joint supplying until Jesus comes or we return to Jesus. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. If there's a 
is there a prayer request online? We can do that before we completely close. Thank you, Father, to bless everyone on the line. We thank you, Father, that their needs are met, whether we covered them or not. Uh, We thank you that the spirit of the living God knows everything that we need, and we just come in agreement with you, Father, and your spirit. Bless them, bless their family. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. This is Wynn Community Prayer Line. Get ready for a name change. It's a new season. A shift is coming. Until then, you can call us, 724-444-7444. If you want to dial in when we're praying at 630 in the morning, Monday through Friday, you can use call ID 121201. You can use that call ID. You can go into www.talkshoe.com and you can look under call ID 121201 and find almost 700 uh, hours of prayer. So be blessed. If you abide in Christ and he in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be done. In Jesus' name, amen.
Terrell. Terrell. Terrell.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.